Dandelion is a natural diuretic, but several diuretics work in slightly different mechanisms. So some diuretics will make you urinate more potassium, other ones don't. And potassium levels can also affect calcium levels. So dandelion, while it might be a good diuretic, might not be as effective to lower calcium. Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. Here's your host, James Jacobson. Hello, friend. Have you ever been curious? Curious about whether there are natural alternatives to the dog's medications that your veterinarian prescribed? Interesting, huh? Well, today we are taking a call about that very subject. It came in on our listener line, and to answer the caller's question, we are joined once again by Dr. Nancy Reese, our chief medical editor here at Dog Cancer Answers. Dr. Nancy has, well, she has been in veterinary medicine for a while, well over 30 years. She's been practicing. In, in addition to practicing, she has advanced degrees. She holds a master's degree in preventative veterinary medicine and a PhD in epidemiology. Once again, thank you, Dr. Nancy, for being with us. Hello, my pleasure. Wish we didn't have to have these discussions, but always glad to talk to you. As we say, this is one of those shows that I'm sorry you have to listen to, but uh, we're gonna make it as useful and as informative as possible. And today we are taking a call from Bonnie, who's in Connecticut, and she has a dog named Bam Bam. Let's listen. Hi, I'm Bonnie, calling about Bam Bam in Connecticut. My question is, is there an alternative, a natural alternative to the prednisone and Lasix um, via the coverage for high calcium? I'm thinking about maybe dandelion for the diuretic, but as far as the prednisone, is there something more natural to keep the calcium levels down or balanced? And then the other question is, is there something more natural referring to the palladia or side effects for chemo? And what do you think about IVC and K3? Oh, thank you. So Bonnie wants natural stuff for Bam Bam. What are your thoughts, Dr. Nancy? So I'm assuming that the high calcium is secondary to a type of cancer because that might affect the type of treatment that's mm. done. There are other non-cancerous causes of high calcium. So I certainly want to make sure that those were ruled out because the treatment for that might be different. So a few things like excessive vitamin D could cause a high calcium. And there was several years ago, there was uh, quite a bit of food recalls due to excessive vitamin D. So some of those animals could have had high calcium levels uh, from that. So the more common cancer-associated high calcium, uh, we see that frequently with lymphoma or with um anal gland tumors. Um, both of those are sort of notorious for causing high calcium. One of the other causes of, of high calcium could be parathyroid gland, which is a little gland next to the thyroid gland. So that would be a totally different treatment than treating for cancer. Also something called Addison's disease can occasionally cause a high calcium. So big thing is make sure you know what's causing the high calcium, because if you treat the underlying condition, the calcium might regulate itself without having to do the prednisolasics. Got it. 
So without knowing why they're having these issues, it's kind of hard to, to suggest a natural alternative. Right, right. The Pred and Lasix might be something that, hey, we're not doing chemotherapy. We just want to make the animal feel more comfortable. And that, that calcium, the high calcium can certainly cause some symptoms that are troublesome. They can drink a lot of water. They can pee a lot, which is actually kind of funny because Pred and Lasix will cause that too. So you're mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of treating the, the symptoms of the high calcium with drugs that cause the same symptoms. But uh, the high calcium can also cause uh, muscle weakness and, and just feeling lousy, being really lethargic and maybe some muscle tremors and things. But the, the prednolasic, so the Lasix is a diuretic, which makes you pee more. So it takes fluid out of the body and helps to send calcium out the urine. And that's the way that it lowers calcium levels. Dandelion is a natural diuretic, but several diuretics work in slightly different mechanisms. So some diuretics will make you urinate more potassium, other ones don't. And potassium levels can also affect calcium levels. So dandelion, while it might be a good diuretic, might not be as effective to lower calcium as Lasix is. Dandelion is pretty high in potassium and calcium. So that actually might be a little bit of an issue that you would be adding calcium and then trying to diuretic to try to get it to pee out more. So I'm not 100% sure that the dandelion would be an effective treatment for that. That being said, if the animal was on the Lasix and the Pred for a while and the calcium levels came down and they wanted to continue a diuretic, you could possibly try the dandelion and then because you can easily measure the calcium levels so they could actually see the effects of whether it was working as well. But initially, I think the Lasix and the Pred is probably a more potent combination to try to lower that calcium. Let's take a break. And when we come back, I want to have a little conversation about how she should speak with her veterinarian about wanting to do some of these more, you know, alternative natural things. We'll be right back. And now a message from your dog. Every day with you is like a day at the beach. And I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to roll in the grass and warm my belly in the sun. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want Everpup. The green, grassy, beef liver spiked smell wakes my senses. You may not realize this, but it tastes like homemade gravy, especially when you wet it. It infuses any food you give me with health and life and vibrancy. I can feel it. Everpup traveling to every cell in my body, nourishing each one. Does it roll back time? Of course not. Not really. But it helps me feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm so glad you're giving it to me every day. Because every day, I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so grateful to be your dog and for the Everpup you give me. So now that you know what your dog wants, get Everpup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at everpupclub.com where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the U.S. Go to everpupclub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup every day. 
If your dog has cancer, you need to get a copy of the best-selling animal health book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide. Because no matter what you've heard, there are always steps that you can take to help your dog fight and maybe even beat cancer. At nearly 500 pages, this comprehensive guide is your complete reference for practical, evidence-based strategies that can optimize the life quality and longevity of your dog. It's written by two of the most respected names in dog cancer, full-spectrum veterinarian Damian Dressler and veterinary oncologist Susan Ettinger. With the Dog Cancer Survival Guide, you'll learn everything that you need to know about conventional treatments, surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation, including how to reduce their side effects. You'll also discover the most effective non-conventional options, including nutraceuticals and supplements and diet, as well as mind-body medicine. What I love most about this book, which I've used with my own dog, Kanga, when she was diagnosed with cancer, is how to analyze the options and develop a specific plan for your own dog based on your dog's type of cancer and your dog's age, your financial budget, as well as your personality. You can get the Dog Cancer Survival Guide wherever books are sold, but if you get it direct from the publisher, you will save 10% when you use the offer code, especially for listeners of this podcast. Just go to dogcancerbook.com, and when you check out, use the promo code PODCAST, and you will save 10%. The website again, dogcancerbook.com, and use the promo code PODCAST to save 10%. I want to let you know about an important newsletter. It's called Dog Cancer News. Now, with a name like that, it is not for everyone. But if your dog has cancer, you will want to subscribe. That's because every issue features articles that will be helpful, such as low-carb dog cancer diet recipes, new clinical trials, financial resources to help pay for cancer care, information on supplements, and lots of other helpful info that your veterinarian may not know or have the time to share with you. Also, when you subscribe to Dog Cancer News, you will get a weekly update on the topics covered on this podcast, along with links and resources. So how much does Dog Cancer News cost? Well, today, you can subscribe for free. It's our gift. For a limited time, you can get a full year's subscription for free. No strings attached. Just go to this website to sign up for the newsletter now, dogcancernews.com. It takes less than 10 seconds to subscribe, and it is totally free. Do it now at dogcancernews.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
We're back with Dr. Nancy Reese. So Bonnie wants to do some more natural things. Uh, doctor, what do you think in terms of if, if the veterinarian said, and we'll get into Palladia because she talks, asks about specifically about Palladia, but if the doctor says, you know, let's go this way and it's a pharma and you want to go natural, what do you say to the vet? How does that conversation go? I think it's certainly good to have that conversation because what I find some people do is they decide to discontinue what the veterinarian had prescribed and do something on their own and then come back later. And so whatever you decide is you definitely want to let the veterinarian in on the loop of what you're using to treat because it makes a big difference. I'm personally very open to my clients doing things as long as they talk to me about it so we can document what we're doing and then have a plan for how we're going to deal with it if it doesn't work or, or that type of thing. So first thing is to say, you know, I'm uncomfortable with the traditional medications and I want to use the natural ones. And I would also say enlist the support of holistic or naturopath veterinarian so that that person, you know, that it's being dosed appropriately and things like that. A lot of veterinarians are open to alternatives, so the veterinarian they're with might already have some experience with that and be able to say, I will go for that or I wouldn't recommend it. So you definitely want to have that good conscience so that you know everybody's on the, on the same uh, plane. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be using something like the dandelion and the Lasix at the same time right. because you might be giving too much of a diuretic effect. Right, because they both do the same thing. And so you're basically doubling up on it. And just because it's natural doesn't mean it's it doesn't do anything in the case of the dandelion. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about Palladia and, and her other questions. So I would have to say, again, it would better if we knew what type of cancer, mm-hmm. presumably, again, we're if we're talking about Palladia, it's some type of cancer. I don't know why you'd use it otherwise. But I don't think there's really any strong enough alternative to that. There's certainly some herbs that are going to have some little effect on, you know, a similar mechanism, but nothing that would have the the strength of the Palladia. So if it was something like you were dealing with an aggressive mast cell tumor where Palladia has its sort of biggest role, I, I don't think there would be anything completely natural that you could do that would take the place of Palladia. You might have some beneficial effects from some alternative treatments, but Palladia is, is a pretty specific, potent medication that I, I don't think there would be a great natural alternative. A lot of other things for support, but not as a primary treatment. Palladia is also used as a metronomic or low-dose continuous therapy for some other cancers and things. And in those cases, then again, I'd say something that would help support the body and try to reduce side effects would be a better thing than trying to find a complete replacement for Palladia. Any other thoughts for Bonnie and Bam Bam? I think she had asked about vitamin K yeah. and and IV vitamin C, and I think we might have done a while ago a little something on on IV vitamin C, and so we have, and we'll put a link in the show notes to that episode. Okay, yeah. So so I think vitamin C has um, some indication for some some cancer things. However, if her question is specifically related to the dog and the high calcium level, vitamin C would probably be an issue because of the combination of vitamin C can actually increase calcium levels and both of those can contribute to kidney stones. So I would be very hesitant to use vitamin C with high calcium. K3 is a synthetic form. K1 and K2 are sort of more natural forms. And I actually have used K2 to try to reduce calcium in a cat, um, which 
they can get high calcium levels for some unknown reason unrelated to cancers. So the, the vitamin K3 does have some anti calcium effects. It's converted to vitamin K2, which then helps lower calcium levels. So that might be something to talk to your vet about as well, because it may be something that could be an adjunct type of treatment to help lower calcium. Why a synthetic versus why K3 synthetic versus K2? I think it's just yeah the availability to get it. I think that Mm. uh, vitamin K3 is converted to K2. Mm. So, um, and I can't remember whether vitamin K3. It's a precursor. Yeah, whether it comes in a injectable form or what, but um, but, but there are, yeah, some, some options for that. And there wouldn't be a whole lot of contraindications for that. But again, if you're doing other treatments as well, you want to make sure there's not going to be an interaction. Well, Dr. Nancy, thank you so much for being with us. I hope this is helpful to Bonnie and again, Bam Bam, great name. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah, I've got my cats named Pebbles and Bam Bam. <laughs> you do? I didn't know that. Yes. I was looking to see if one of them was behind me, but that's a different cat. <laughs> ah, okay. So you are particularly connected to the Bam Bam, but this is this is the Flintstone. That's right. So I like Bam Bam. <laughs> that is awesome. Dr. Nancy, thanks for being with us today. And I want to thank you, listener. Thanks for joining us. So while Bam Bam probably should stick with the Palladia if his mom and the veterinarian decide that is the best treatment for his situation dandelion and vitamin k3 might be a good fit for him either now or in the future if you are like bonnie and are curious about natural alternatives to your dog's medications well please seek out an experienced holistic or integrative veterinarian but don't forget to keep your regular vet in the loop having the whole team on the same page will help to make sure that your pup is getting the absolute best care and that all of his medications and supplements are working together to keep him healthy. You can find the links and resources mentioned in today's show in the show notes for our episode and also on our website at dogcanceranswers.com. I also want to encourage you to check out our newsletter and you can sign up for that by going to dogcancernews.com The newsletter comes out three times a week. It is an amazing resource and it is free. Just get that at dogcancernews.com. And if you have a question for our Dog Cancer Answers team, well, you can call us just like Bonnie did. Give us a call on our listener line. And that phone number is 808-868-3200. It is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can leave a message and perhaps it'll be made into a future episode of Dog Cancer Answers. Well, that is all for today. I'm James Jacobson from all of us here at Dog Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. And I would like to wish you and your dog a very warm aloha. Thank you for listening to Dog Cancer Answers. If you'd like to connect, please visit our website at dogcanceranswers.com or call our listener line at 808-868-3200. And here's a friendly reminder that you probably already know. This podcast is provided for informational and educational purposes only. It's not meant to take the place of the advice you receive from your dog's veterinarian. Only veterinarians who examine your dog can give you veterinary advice or diagnose your dog's medical condition. Your reliance on the information you hear on this podcast is solely at your own risk. 
If your dog has a specific health problem, contact your veterinarian. Also, please keep in mind that veterinary information can change rapidly. Therefore, some information may be out of date. Dog Cancer Answers is a presentation of Maui Media in association with Dog Podcast Network. Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine? Well, it already has. Right now on Dog Cancer Answers, we're speaking with Dr. Kelly Deal of Morris Animal Foundation about how AI is impacting veterinary research and the practice of medicine itself. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast. <laughs> 